Alrighty, guys, what's up? <clears throat> Welcome back to Out of Tune with me, Kid Brian. Um, man, it's the end of the week. It feels good. It's a Friday. I got tomorrow off. Um, got a lot of music to work on, so that's nice. But uh, how you guys doing? Let me know. I'm curious. Summer is like right here. I feel like it's getting warmer every day, um, which is exciting. I had a nice winter. My goal for winter was to just like put my head down and just grind on music for a whole season, and I did. And I mean, it was it was nice because I got a lot of music pro- projects done and progress done. But man, it takes a toll on your mental health for sure. It's hard. It's hard to do that, you know. Um, but now that summer's here, going outside a lot more. I'm getting back into skateboarding, which was something I kind of started at the end of last summer. Um, that's fun. But yeah, things are starting to pick up. I got a hell of a lot of stuff going on right now as far as, like, my music project. A lot of good stuff coming. I'm getting professional photos in pretty soon. I got a crazy new song on the way. I think I found my sound. I'll talk about this more, like, on Instagram or whatever. But for those of you who listen to the podcast, y'all are always going to get early access to, like, everything. Because I like talking about stuff. I get excited and I want to share it. So, um, enough about me. This is Brock Gardner again on the podcast. Uh, if you haven't heard the first episode with Brock, go check it out. He's a podcaster. Um, it's a great episode. But today, I wanted to kind of be a little more experimental with this podcast. And it's more of just like a conversation. Just like goofing around, almost. It's not like boring goofing around, but like, we just talk about like random shit the entire time. Uh, it's just supposed to be entertaining. I'm just trying out like new formats. Um, you know, kind of, this one functions more like a a show and less of an interview, I guess. I don't know, guys. I'm still just just messing around. But if you're listening, thank you. Let me know if you like the episode. Um, that's all I got to say for today, for right now. I'm working on on uh, getting an ep- getting a fuck uh, getting a guest for the uh, next episode. But I don't know who it's gonna be. Um, I'm gonna I might reach out to some music producers. We'll see. But I also might wait till a little while. You'll see why. Um, I'm just rambling. Let's go. Episode seven. Is this six, seven, six, six. I think it's six. Yeah, it's six. Episode six out of tune. Let's go, baby. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool too. Um, Honestly, it was just nice to have an episode where I didn't talk about TikTok. Yeah, I I always end up talking about TikTok, bro. That's like the the central theme behind like all podcasts nowadays. It's just TikTok. Yeah, well, it's hard not to talk about it, dude. That's where everything's at right now. What else? That's true. Yeah, Derek Chauvin. Exactly. It was like there was this period of time where it was like everyone was talking about COVID. Like every podcast, every YouTube video is just COVID. Then something else happens, and then something else happens. Yeah, it's just exactly. become so predictable at this point. It's exactly. so funny. You got. Um, that's why I'm. I don't like. I don't know. I like the interview style of podcast, but also, like when you're doing like what what I'm doing right now is I'm just you know reading news and like like current events. But it, it's so it gets so boring. Have you ever tried yeah. to look for like news articles for a podcast? No, I haven't. No. It's it's grueling. Not like not like news particularly, but just like I don't know, just like uh pop culture topics or what's going on in the world. It's like yeah. I don't care about ninety five percent of it and I'm supposed to go mm-hmm. on a podcast and pretend I care. Exactly. It's I hard feel to like figure out there was this big period from like what, two thousand like ten, I wanna say 
to like mm-hmm. 2016 where everything was just new because like the internet yeah. was new and ev- yeah. like everything was just like there was constantly something new happening with like music with apps yeah. with the, like the technology itself and i feel like we've hit this dead space where it's like we're all used to it now and yeah. it's like apple comes out with a new iphone great like yeah, everyone awesome. everyone knows that's coming at this point so yeah. it's like nothing feels new i feel like everyone's like waiting for something like crazy refreshing just like talk about do you ever like do you ever feel like super nervous before you have a guest on your podcast yeah every single time i always do yeah dude it's honestly i feel like we need to do this more because it's like it's nice to have a guest (laughs) where i'm not like stressing balls beforehand dude like yeah i mean every every guest i have is like someone i've really never met before aside from like you Mm -hmm. and justin and henry i had on like all my Mm -hmm. guests have just been like people that i just hit up on the internet I'm literally meeting them yeah. for the first time on the podcast, like over Zencaster. Yeah. It's so terrifying, bro. <laughs> it's it's honestly one of the scariest things. And that was like one of the reasons, like I think having guests on your podcast is very uh, helpful and obviously makes for good content. But it was like, I, I want a permanent co-host for my show now. I'm tired yeah. of, you know, because every time it was like you said, you get a new person on, that's the first time you've talked. And there's always like that kind of, I don't know. It's not always very natural. So I, I'm, I'm moving towards like more of a consistency. If yeah. That makes any sense. I'm like, I'm, I'm still in this weird, like experimental phase with podcasting yeah. where it's like, I love doing interviews and just like listening to people's stories. But yeah. I feel like I completely abandoned my own personality just to like interview people, which is fine. But like, I don't know. I, I, I like part of me has always fantasized like having a studio and like doing a show. Like, a, yeah. like, not comedy, but just, like, an entertaining show where, like, two yeah, people yeah, just yeah. talk the whole time and they just, like, laugh and make yeah. jokes. Kind of like what exactly. we're doing. But, like, yeah. I also, like, I listen to this podcast called Back to Back with Willie Joy. And he just interviews mm. producers. And just the stories they talk about from their experience has just been, like, so fascinating. And so, yeah. like, I, I love that, too. Like, the conversation mm. I had with Matt. Like, that was so fun. But, like, exactly. I, I just, I, I guess I'm just going to end up doing both with this podcast for, like, the well, longest yeah. time. So maybe you could just experiment, maybe do some, could you do a solo episode? Have you ever tried to just sit down oh and do a God, solo? Oh my God, dude, I don't know about that. Part of me <laughs> is like, I could totally do that. I could talk about myself or just like talk about things. But at the same time, like I do intros and outros to all my episodes. And I feel like that's enough, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, you, you could just, you could, met, you could mix it up, you know? I like, I like your guest shows a lot. I think they're super interesting. Yeah, for interesting. sure. But you can definitely um, mix it up, do a solo episode talking about like music. Because I feel like, uh, and I'm not like trying to bag on the podcast because obviously I love it. But like, are you like, I want to hear you talk about music sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Basically, like, that's like, what you're passionate about. And I like listening to what people are passionate about. Obviously, yeah. I think your interviews and stuff are super interesting. And I think you should keep doing that. But every once in a while, you know, throw in a podcast where you just, you just pour out all your emotions about music. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. It's kind of like one of my greatest fears for like interviewing people has been just like me kind of taking away from them to talk about myself. Like there was times in that last episode with Matt, I was like, man, like he just went off about himself and like my immediate follow up was something about me. Like that's not a very good thing for a guest to do or a host to do. And I guess that's my fear with that sort of thing is just like taking too much away from the guest. So maybe like. I like doing the outros and the intros just because I do talk about music, but like you're right, I never really go like super into it. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't really have anything that really goes into like my creative process behind some of the yeah. songs I've made. So it's like it's kind of yeah. a space where I haven't really tapped into it yet, but I I know I'm definitely going to at some point. I've been thinking about doing yeah. that for like Patreon or something. 
Oh yeah, yeah, you know? that would be cool. Like going to yeah. my songs on Patreon. I'll make for you sure. pay for my knowledge. Um Yeah. That would be cool. But yeah, dude, I feel like do you ever have to be in like the mood to do a podcast? Yeah, and it, it I have to dude, I take a whole entire day to prepare. Like usually I'm trying to do podcasts in the afternoon now because I used to do mm-hmm. them after work, but then you're just tired. But like I'll I'll do it in the afternoon and I, the whole day I'm just thinking about the podcast and like prepping myself mentally. Mm-hmm. It's hard for people to understand, dude. You you got to get into a certain headspace to do this. Yeah, it's I not know. Just easy. Basically, how it's been for me is just like I get out of work, I throw a script, like a loose script, together in like mm-hmm. like ten minutes, and then like in twenty minutes I'm rolling, and I'm usually you like that, you're you, exhausted you from a, work. And you stuff. put an interview together right before the podcast. Yeah, dude, I literally just like, I mean, here's the thing. I already like know a lot about the people that I interview. Like I make sure I do a lot of yeah. research prior, like, yeah. uh, like Sendai Mike, I've been following him on TikTok for ages. So like, I know what he mm-hmm. does. I know what he's about yeah. and so, I make music. So I kind of knew what questions to ask, you know? Um, yeah. and then Matt, it's like, I already knew Kyle Huber, which is his like quote unquote partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been on his podcast and we've talked a whole bunch. So I already kind of knew what Matt was going to be like. So yeah. I don't know. I feel like. It's just been up to like picking picking guests that I already know about, and then it becomes way easier to yeah. throw a script together, you know. That's ballsy, man. I I've never ever done that in my entire yeah. life. I I can't do that, dude. I have to. I spend like a week just like writing. I'll think of a question. I'll just write it down and compile this really structured notes because I I can't interview people like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, you know what? You know what has been the devil on my podcast, bro? This hmm. pen. This pen, bro. You just click like it? halfway through the yes, halfway through the episode, <laughs> I'll find myself with this pen in my hand, just going like, going like, oh yeah. And it's just yeah. like I, I hear it in post. I don't hear it when I'm doing it, but like in post, mm-hmm. when I'm like going through the audio, I'm like, oh my god, I had the I'm pen in, the whole time. I'm a fellow pen clicker, dude. If I have a yeah. pen, you better watch out because I'm gonna be clicking that thing for the rest of the. Do day. you watch No Jumper? Uh uh-uh. uh, what's that? It's a podcast. Like it's uh this guy named Adam Twenty Two. I don't really know how I feel about him, but like he interviews a lot of rappers and like girls and like the girls of rappers mm-hmm. and like they, the table that they have is like, they put this big rubber mat down so people can't tap pens. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause <laughs> apparently that was like a huge issue beforehand, but um, yeah. dude, what's been like up with your podcast since last time we talked, I feel like last time we talked, we were kind of in this space. that was like, you didn't really know what you were going to do about college, your podcast. Yeah. You kind of felt like it was, yeah in a mild plateau Mm -hmm. like where are you now with it um so we hit like a period where i don't know we like grew for a little bit uh like i saw a bunch of growth for like a solid month and then we've kind of stopped growing again so i need to get back on that but for college um i decided to go to the to the college near my town Mm -hmm. and uh i'm taking like media studies or something and so i'm looking at the class list the other day for like uh, all the courses I need to take to get my, you know, my degree. And it's like, it's like radio broadcasting and audio engineering, video engineering, like all the stuff I love and am mm-hmm. already doing. And it just excites me, man. So yeah, I'm going to college. Yeah, dude, that's decision. definitely like, you got to make a decision that's right for you. And I feel like mm-hmm. in that, you know, in that sense, it is good. I feel like a lot of times just the stories you are able to tell once you're out of college is like mm-hmm. perfect for podcasting. Cause like yeah. you got to make a lot of crazy stuff happen, you know? 
Yeah, that was definitely a big decision that went into that. And uh, another thing was, so this is kind of a cool story. So I there, there's this podcast called The Tim Dillon Show. I mentioned it on the last one. It's my mm-hmm. favorite podcast. Uh, Tim Dillon is a hilarious guy. He's been on Rogan a bunch. He's friends with Rogan, friends with all those comedians. Um, and his show is basically just him and his producer. It's not like a big, huge production, you know. It's him and his producer. And his producer's name is Ben Avery. And I... Uh, a couple months ago, I emailed him and he reached out and I was just asking for like podcasting advice and he, he got back to me and we sent a couple emails and then just barely, I feel so annoying, dude, like a child, <laughs> but like, cause he's like one of my idols, dude. That's like, that's like, if, uh, if you like basketball, that's like getting Michael Jordan to freaking email you back or like your yeah, idol, like an idol. It was super yeah. cool. And, uh, but so I feel annoying, but then I was, I was struggling with this college thing. I was like, should I go to college or just focus fully on podcasting and creating content and trying to make this work? And uh, it's hard because there's not really that many people I could get advice from because like mm-hmm. nobody else has done something like that. So I was just like, I'm just going to shoot him another email and see if he replies. And he did. And uh, we talked about it a little bit and he's like, well, why not? So make your major something that's going to help the podcast, obviously. Uh, so I did that. And he, he was like, just do both. Just figure out how to do both. Because there's no, you know, downsides to one thing helping the other. So that also was a big factor in yeah. deciding to go to college. For sure. I remember like, um, you probably heard it in the, in the podcast I did with Matt, where he was just like, it's really risky to 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 split your time down the middle like that because then you're not really going to get the full experience from either one yeah. um because you're going to be kind of like you know you're you don't really have a lot of time to work on one but not yeah. necessarily school either but like I feel like in that scenario it's almost a little bit different cuz like yeah. I know for music it's very like you just have to grind like you just have to put tons and tons of time mm. in like in your day but I feel like with podcasts it's like what it takes an hour to record yeah. Maybe an hour to do post processing, and then there's like some extra stuff for like visuals and all the miscellaneous stuff. So I feel like it's it's not really like a grindy, um, or at least yeah. in my experience with this podcast, it hasn't been a very grindy thing where I have to sit yeah. down and put hours into this to get an episode out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like yeah, I mean, you know, if I were pursuing you know podcasting, I feel like that would definitely be the route I'd end up yeah. going down for sure. Well, maybe my workflow is terrible. It does take me. It takes me probably like ten hours on average. I work on the podcast. Are you serious? If Whoa! I, yeah, I've been I've been tracking it because I'm like I'm interested to see, and it's probably like I don't know eight to ten hours I spend because I do record for an hour, but I'm also taking a couple of, like an hour at least to write an outline and like find topics and stuff. So I count that, mm-hmm. and then it takes me a couple hours to edit, and then I just edit a bunch of clips out too, which takes forever, and then just uploading and everything kind of takes a long time. But uh, yeah, so I probably spent about 10 hours. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So that was the concern when I was trying to decide whether to go to college or not was like, if, if you're trying to do both at the same time, are you going to get uh, any anything of value out of either? And I think, you know, you just have to be a little bit psycho. You know, some people. Yeah. You you I don't know. You, you can go into it and just kind of uh, um, just, you know. I almost said a swear word, but I didn't want to like kind of not give <laughs> full effort to both. But um, I think you could go into it and just be a little crazy and, you know, do late nights, 
You can work yeah, just dude. as hard on both if you really want to. I think that's what it really boils down to. But yeah, that was a that was a concern. You just got to be a little bit crazy, though. Dude, I feel like the biggest piece of advice I could give you is just like, don't forget how much time you have to get this podcast off the ground. Yeah, yeah. Like for me, my biggest thing is like, I don't want to say the music industry is a young person thing because it's not. Mm-hmm. But like, you got to get in as soon as you can. That's yeah. like the biggest thing. Like, you got to start ASAP if you want to do it. Mm. And like, the younger you are when you get in, like, the better you're setting your like you're setting yourself up for more success. Yeah. But it's like with a podcast or even like Justin doing stand up or like anything like that, you just have so much. Like, there's plenty of like old people doing that. Like, yeah, and they're at the top yeah. of the game. You know, like Rogan's old. For sure. A lot of yeah. comedians are old. So it's like you, you don't even have to go like full in hardcore every single day on the mm-hmm. podcast while you're in college. Like grow yeah. it, but like yeah. prioritize like having stories to tell and just like For growing sure. as a person, you know? Yeah. There's actually, I've been thinking about like what I'm doing, you know, with my life. And it's like, well, are you going to, I don't know what I, what I was thinking. It was like, are you going to podcast for your, for a living? Or are you going to like live to, to do your podcast. I don't know if that makes any sense, but like, no, I can't, it does, dude. My life can't be about podcasting. My podcast has to be about my life. Instead yes, of my life being about dude. Podcast. Does that make sense? Yes. I was kind of thinking about it that. It does, dude. Day. I can relate to that on a million levels. Cause like, so it's like, I can't base my whole life around this podcast. I would, I think it's better to live your life and then take what you do and learn and then put it into a podcast. But I think I've been doing more of the, of the first one. Do you know who Porter Robinson is? Mm-mm. Probably not. Yeah, he's he's an EDM artist, and I was watching an interview yesterday, and he made this incredible point that was like, our our creative mind, like, if we don't have life experience or just things to be emotional about, we can't create. You know, yeah. like good music comes from like a love story or a traumatic experience or yeah. you know something sad or connecting yeah. with nature. But if you don't if you don't allow yourself to do those things, you're not going to have anything creative to to write music about. And I feel like yeah. the same goes for podcasting, you know? Like you have to live a lot of life in order to like Yeah. you know, create something of that intensity, you know, with those life experiences. So actually this this segues right into right into this little point. Did you did you well, end up talking to it. Matt at all? Did you DM Matt? Yeah, I DM'd him. He never DM'd me back. Really? I'm never buying a box of shreddables. Just so you know, Matt. <laughs> no way. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. But so yeah, did. what did you say to him? I was just like, hey, man, I heard you on Brian's podcast. I really liked it. I think you're a smart guy. Uh, I think what you're doing is pretty cool. I have my own podcast. You want to come on and talk about certain stuff? Yeah. Because, um, well, because he, he referenced a book I was literally reading at the time on your podcast, Atomic Habits. Yeah. And I was just like, I, there's so much interesting stuff I could do with just his knowledge. I'm sure he knows a lot, obviously, starting a company and stuff. So yeah, I DM'd him and he never uh, said anything back. So, you know. That's kind of like, we were talking about like how to get guests on your show and like why people say no. Yeah. I feel like my in for Matt was knowing Kyle. Yeah. Like being able to say that I know sure. Kyle and that I've done stuff with Kyle, it was like way easier to get Matt. But I don't, I don't know yeah. if I could have gotten Matt on my podcast without yeah. knowing Kyle, you know? So I feel like yeah, you, you got it's like you have to build a network based on a, based off of like it, other people's networks, I guess, you know? So like knowing Kyle, mm-hmm. I now know like four other people that I could get on my podcast. Yeah. You use the previous guest as you're in to get to the next person. 
Like they're really big with this artist right now named Space Mandela. I might have talked about him, but he's like crazy good. Um, yeah. but I I I've had Matt now, and I know Kyle, and they're like best friends with uh, Spaceman. So mm-hmm. I feel like when I ask Spaceman, it's gonna be so much easier. Yeah. And then like there's That's this artist sick. right now. Excuse me, I just burped. Um, I'm gonna edit that That's out. Right. That was gross. Um, That's cool. but uh, there's this artist named Lee Tech. He just had a mega hit on TikTok called Tokyo. Uh, you've probably heard it. You probably don't recognize the name, but um, absolute smash hit. It's like yeah. ran- it ramped right up to 20 million streams in like two weeks. Dang. It was insane. That's crazy. But we've been talking for a long time, just like random, random sprat conversations. Like I remember mm-hmm. he won this contest. I remember DMing him like, bro, like your beat was sick. Like, good job, man. And then he'd post some stuff on his story and I'd be like, oh, that's fire. Or like. Nice job. Yeah. Or then maybe I'd ask him a question about like, oh, should I do this or should I do this? And it's just yeah. like these random conversations to the point where like he kind of knows me now. Mm-hmm. Like when I DM him, he gets the notification to see it. Um, yeah. And so it's like I'm going to ask him to get on my podcast. I don't know if if we hadn't had those. Ex- I, obviously, I don't know what his answer is going to be. But I feel like yeah, if he says yeah. yes, it's because we've already kind of had like a pretty solid connection. Um, yeah, for sure. So yeah, just like building building a a guest list based off of your current network is really important. I f- I find that just like reaching out to random people because they look cool is like the riskiest thing to do. Plus, it's like I have my whole life to have anyone on the podcast, you know. So it's like it doesn't really yeah. matter if I get so and so on now. Yeah, I can just get like sure. the next person, you know. Yeah, and that's why I I I make an effort to try and reach out, but I don't reach out to just anybody which i think is it's kind of a fault of mine i should reach out to just everybody because mm-hmm. the that's just like this mass you know massive action as grant cardone would say but um i i if i do see somebody and i like their content i'll reach out to them and be like yo what's up like i i like your stuff and try and start a dialogue there but yeah it's definitely important to try and start a network and that's why i kind of annoy people like uh ben like i was talking about earlier with emails just because now he knows, like he knows my name, and uh, I feel like I can reach out to him now. Uh, he mm-hmm. probably bothers him, but who cares? And yeah, it's just important to make connections. I feel like you're the king of that, to be honest with you, dude. You saying that like Ben gets annoyed by you reaching out? I'm telling you, you're the only one who thinks that way. Like, I, I remember that time where I think I told you this story about how I was talking to Diamond Pistols for a little bit. Yeah. Basically, like I thought the same thing. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm mm. totally getting on his nerves." Like he probably yeah. hates that this little random kid is like trying to yeah. get at him. But like until it started happening to me, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like that—that that was my mentality. But then like people started just DMing me, like having questions, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like people are DMing yeah. me, and I'm like, "I'm yeah. so happy to answer them, and, like help them." And I feel like that's yeah. gonna go on for like you know as long as my career goes on. So. Now, now I don't really mind reaching out to people because I feel like they kind of like it, you know? Yeah, and I guess that's, you know, that's why I have that mentality because people reach out to me and it just bothers me. Really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm joking, everybody. You can reach out to me anytime. I'm the nicest person. Um, We were talking about how, like, in order to, to feed a creative passion, you have to have, like, in insane amounts of you know life experiences we kind of got off the rails for a second there but my Mm -hmm. point was um you heard about guatemala on the podcast right matt's trip to guatemala yeah 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 Yeah. he like oh my gosh this story could go in a million directions um basically he 
he graduated college and then had this opportunity to go to Guatemala to be at an orphanage and teach kids English. Mm-hmm. And they made a whole podcast about this. And yeah. basically he he didn't speak Spanish at all. Uh, and he was going with mm-hmm. a friend who also didn't speak Spanish. And they were going to a country mm-hmm. where um, the average height is 5'5". Five, five, and they were like 6'2 and 6'3". Yeah. And I mean – there's kind of a stigma behind like Americans being in a foreign country, you know, it's like, ah, oh, yeah. Americans, you know? So it's like yeah. right off the bat, they like, they went down there and they were just like scared, like so bad. They were like, what are we doing? Like the murder rate here mm-hmm. is through the roof. Like we yeah. stick out like a sore thumb. They didn't speak a lick of Spanish and everyone's yelling in Spanish all the time. And apparently like their flight when they were going down got like, because of turbulence, they had to land at a different place, but their driver who was going to pick them up and bring them to the orphanage didn't know that. And so, like, right off the bat, they're, like, freaking out. And yeah. so, they get to the orphanage, and just, like, from the get-go, they're, like, you need to start teaching, like, next week. They still don't know Spanish or anything. Yeah. And they were just, like, handed dictionaries, and, like, once a day for, like, three hours or four hours, they would have to, like, sit down with a teacher and just, like, have a conversation in Spanish just to, like, learn it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it would basically just be sit down and just go, like, talk about anything for three hours yeah. to this teacher. It was just like such a gritty analog way to like learn a different language because they were like actually yeah. there. And yeah. eventually they just started like writing scripts for themselves to teach like English the next day. And like the kids would catch on that they didn't know anything. So they'd like bully yeah. them. And like <laughs> yeah. there's tons of these stories. Yeah. But eventually, like the whole point of this is just like he took a year out of his life to just like do something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Like he had, he had no plan to like get a job afterwards. It's like, I feel like doing something like that is the life experience you need. Just like that out of the comfort zone life experience you need to be able to do something like crazy creative. Like part of me wonders like yeah. if I spent a year in a country like that, just doing something like totally outrageous, what would that do to my music? You know, like yeah. when I go back, like my ideas would be insane. And so part of me is like, maybe like someday in like five years, I should just stop music for a year and just like go to another country and just live with them and just mm-hmm. learn, you know, it's like, it's yeah. like putting yourself out of the, in, uh, putting yourself out of the comfort zone just for the sake of like self growth, you know? Yeah. Is there, is there a point though, that would be like, when do you think would be best for you to do that? Cause I don't know, like you say, you want to do it in five years, but why not just do it now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause part of me, it feels like I, I have a lot more to focus on right now. And I feel like in five years I'll have like, more to work with, but less to focus on, you know, it's like, I have a lot of different priorities, like making money and just getting everything off the ground. But like, once everything's mm-hmm. kind of already off the ground, I have a little bit of wiggle room. It's like, then do it, you know? I think the best plan is to figure out how to do music and do what you're doing right now from a different country. Dude. From oh my gosh. I've always go. fantasized about like finding a giant house in like Bali or something. Mm-hmm. And then just like picking like, 10 music producer friends to just live there for a year and just create yeah. music all year. Like don't drop yeah. a single piece of music all year. <clears throat> Jeez, dude, I'm burping like crazy today, right. but um, just like not, not drop a single piece of music all year, but just create and just like that space. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. so foreign. And like, I mean, there's, there's an obvious difference between creating music in my basement and creating music in like the woods in Bali, you know? Yeah. So part yeah. of me is always You'd like fantasized about focus. that. Yeah, exactly, man. But like, have you ever considered like 
I honestly, like, I didn't even consider it until I heard that podcast, but just doing something like insanely radical that has nothing to do with your career path just for the sake of absorbing life experience and growing as a person. Like, has, has that ever crossed your mind? Yeah. So when I was deciding on whether to go to college or not, I was, I was trying to think of, I, I wanted to just leave like the country and just go for like two years. Cause all my friends are going to be gone for a while. So I was like, I may as well just leave and just go travel. Uh, and I've always, uh, had this idea of just getting a bus and just driving around, uh, with a studio in the back. I want to put a studio in the back of a bus so bad. I've been saying that for years, but I don't want a trustworthy dog, uh, as my co-pilot. And we just drive around the country and just interview people that we find on the streets, get a different story every single week. Dude. Um, but yeah, so there's like a bunch of stuff like that, but now I'm, I think I'm just going to travel uh, like every once in a while throughout my entire life. Cause there's dude, when I was like trying to map out, cause one day I just realized there's just so much in the, in the earth and you're only around for like, you know, 70, 80 years. And like how, how many people actually see any of this stuff that they like see on TV? They never see it in real life. They'll never see, you know, they'll never hike Mount Kilimanjaro. They'll never see the great wall of China. How many people, what percent, are never going to see all these like beautiful things in the world. And so I was like, I just, I'm just, I'm just going to try and see everything. Um, and so I was going to do like a two year straight trip, but I don't think that's enough time to see it all. Dude. So yeah, I think I'm just going to go every once in a while to a different place until, you know, until I die or I've seen everything. That's my It's point. funny though. Cause like there was a point in time where people couldn't do that regardless. Yeah. Like basically like your town was like your life. Like you lived in your town and the farthest you went was like a few towns over. You yeah. couldn't really go anywhere else. Like think about like yeah. the medieval ages, bro. Like people were like, there were people who wouldn't even leave like the farm fields outside of their castle. Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. Well, to our standards, planes, yeah. Man. They didn't have planes. They weren't smart enough. I know, but like, do we have to see everything or is that just yeah. our standard of life now? You know? It's like well, if, I mean, we, it's if we if we didn't even know for sure. if we didn't even know that like the Great Wall of China existed, would we want to go there? No, no, because you know? we didn't know it, we didn't know it was a thing. But but now that I do, I want to go there. So. <laughs> That's pretty much it, man. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Have you have you done much traveling? Uh, I've been around the the United States a lot. I've been to most of the states. I'm gonna go back east to where you're at pretty soon in October, but. I've been to Canada, but other than that, I've never been outside the country. But I, like I said, I want to, you know, see everything before I die. Yeah, man. I really like the idea of having a studio in the back of your bus and doing something like that. Yeah. That reminds me of yeah. Borat. Do you remember Borat? I never watched it, but I know what Borat is. Yeah. You got to watch Borat, bro. But um, yeah, I'm dude, I always thought like having, having a tour bus, um, you know, to go on, to go on tour with, um, and then putting a studio in the back and then just recording a podcast every week with like my managers, you know? Mm, yeah. And it's like just shows and podcasts just all the time. That'd be so sick. Well, I mean, Tiny Meat Gang has to do that when they go on tour and stuff. Oh, yeah. So that's kind I forgot of where about my that. inspiration comes from. Because they always they're always doing podcasts just on the back of a bus somewhere. I'm like, why not yeah. just do that for a while? But my favorite thing, dude, is uh people people have ideas like that. And that's why I have to add the studio in the back of the bus and like doing a podcast mm -hmm. every time. Because you see on TikTok, people are like, yo, 
Why would you ever pay $700 for rent when I can, I bought this bus for 700 and I'm waking up to this and it's like a mountain and it's like, okay, yeah, that's cool. But like, what are you doing? But where's your running water? <laughs> like, like, yeah, like I like my bed and like, also, what are you doing? Like brag about living in a van all you want, but what are you actually doing? Like with that guy, with Matt, he was doing something similar to that, going around traveling but he was also trying to start a business and trying to do this thing. It's cool. Yeah. He had all these cool ideas. He was trying to execute, but all these people on TikTok are just flexing that they're living in a van, which is interesting to me. People used to flex like living in mansions and stuff. Now we're flexing on living in our van. In our yeah. Cars. It's interesting. I feel like for them, it's kind of just more of like, they like being in that setting. Yeah. They like being like in a very simplistic environment, but like mm-hmm. out in nature. Yeah. And so I feel like that's like, I mean, obviously that's not really something I'm a hundred percent into, but like, yeah, I feel like for some people that's like, they at least want to do that for like two years of their life just to get the experience. But like, you, no, yeah. yeah, like you said, it's like for us, like we have a hard time waking up without some driving purpose, like without yeah. something to do, you know, like you have the podcast, I have music. Exactly. I think it's very hard for us to imagine like for people who don't have those things, like what do they do? yeah like what it's, i think it's, it's more of a purpose thing than like a, an occupation thing you know it's like what what gives you purpose in life we have our no, things yeah. but like them maybe it's just being in nature you know which is cool but then like what then what like you do that and then you come home and then what do you do from there it's that's a good point i feel like there's a lot of just people who are very free like that that just like don't yeah. care really it's like they know that like their 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 demands for a successful life are just a lot smaller than ours i guess which is cool. And success is totally, dude, my, my, my ideas of success have totally shifted in the past year. A hundred percent. Oh yeah. Dude, Completely for, for changed. Sure. Um, I used to just, I don't know why I was always obsessed with money, personal, like, uh, materialistic things, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. uh, the popular idea of success. But when you really, I don't know, when you really look at it and Growing up, everybody tells you, you know, the, the, the thing that is missing from a lot of people's lives is genuine happiness. And a lot of people told me that that was from like a family, like uh, a wife and kids or whatever your family looks like. It's 2021. We're, we're open here. But it's like a lot of people told me true happiness comes from family. It doesn't come from material possessions like all these celebrities. They all have problems still. And it's because mm-hmm. they don't have people that actually love them. And I was, I always thought, well, that's because you're poor. That's why you're saying that you're saying that because you're a poor person. You don't, have a vote. <laughs> but now it's like, especially like, uh, there's been a lot of, uh, of stuff with Chris D'Elia, obviously the past year, but he's been back on the podcast and right before he got quote unquote canceled, he had a kid. And so during his time off, he's just been spending all his time with his kid and his fiance. And so he's back on the podcast now and all he talks about is his kid. And you can just tell like, like he had all this material wealth and all these, all this quote unquote success, whatever people call success. He had all that, but he didn't, he didn't have everything until he had like a child and he like really realized what everything was about, I guess. And that was mm-hmm. something that kind of hit me hard. And then just, I don't know. So now it's like I I still want to do this and I love this and I want to do this for a job and it's basically all the same stuff except for I'm really family oriented now. Especially That's after interesting. COVID too. Yeah. I 
I've been hearing that a lot as well, dude. I watched this Justin Bieber documentary, and he was, like, talking about how, like, he's had everything from the beginning. Like, since he yeah. was a young kid, he's had all the money he would ever want. Yeah. But, like, relationships were, like, the one thing he was lacking. And, like, that's what, mm-hmm. like, made him, like, super depressed when he was younger. Yeah. And then, like, my and mom was a, talking about it the other day. My mom doesn't want me to move to, like, California because I'm too far away from family. And she's like, you don't mm-hmm. know what that's going to do to you. I part of me everybody's saying like everybody's saying like the importance of family but I feel like I'm at a point in my life where that just like it doesn't make a lot of sense to me mm-hmm. I feel like it's something that you kind of I mean obviously for you it's like you've already kind of picked up on that but I feel like for me it's very hard to grasp because like I'm super prioritized on like you know getting my music project off the ground that's like all I care about nowadays so mm-hmm. it's very hard to like prioritize relationships over something like that right now when music like is my life Mm-hmm. but I feel like it's not maybe, maybe I don't know if I'm going to come back to it once music is more grounded for me, you know, but I'm still like kind of in that confused phase where it's like, why is everybody prioritizing like relationships or even like romantic relationships? Like, bro, I'm not having a girlfriend until like I've got music under their, like, under my belt, yeah. you know? It's like, yeah, I don't want anything exactly to get in the way of that. That's the thing. Like. That's exactly what my mindset was like. And I don't know. It was like a combination of factors, but it's like, Especially because my friends now, I'm starting to realize, aren't going to be there um, all the time. You know, uh, yeah. they're going to have they're going to have their own relationships, and then it's like, what am I? What am What am I supposed to be doing? You know, and I don't know, dude. I I, I prioritize that over the podcast now. I would say, really? to be honest with you, yeah, it would. But obviously, it's like I'm not like dogging on the podcast. Obviously, I'm still yeah, of course striving to make this my thing i have so many goals and so much stuff i want to do but like what's the point of it all if it's not for there's something so i've been reading a lot of books lately and one of them was the 10x rule by grant cardone and he's kind of crazy and i kind of think he's kind of he's a douchebag but he's got some funny ideas and so one of the ideas that he said uh he was listing off the characteristics of successful people and one of them was goals. So he talked about having huge goals all the time, like massive goals. And it's it's like that that thing you shoot for these massive goals, even if you miss, you'll land somewhere pretty high still. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because you'd you'd rather miss a huge goal than a miss like a moderate goal. Mm-hmm. Um so he's talking about setting huge goals, but he also says what successful people do is they attach those goals to to genuine uh what is it called? Like uh, motivation, genuine, genuine motivation, like for the goals, like real. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to put my words to it. Sometimes I, I wonder how I'm a podcaster. Sometimes I genuinely wonder how I'm a <laughs> podcaster because I can't say what I'm trying to say. I can't say what I'm trying to say sometimes, dude. Like, uh, like altruistic. I don't know. And so that's what that's another thing is like if if you want to make this a successful thing. Obviously, it's like a personal calling, but it's you should also attach some meaningful motivation to that. Goal. Yeah, dude. Like, what are you doing it for? Your family, so you can so you can support a family, raise a family. Also, while doing something you love, though, because that's a plus. And I don't know, man. You look at because I don't know. It's no, I, I completely dude. follow what you're saying. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because like we were talking about how like a lot of your life experience contributes to like what you do creatively. And it's like, I wonder if like, mm-hmm. 
you know, we, we talked about like all the things that can contribute to that. And part of me is like, what if, what if like having a girlfriend or like prioritizing relationships is that thing that like mm. adds to my music yeah. and maybe like, that's what's missing right now. I don't know. You know, I guess that's I mean, kind of the importance think... of just prioritizing doing stuff. Yeah. It's, it's the, it's the same concept we were kind of talking about. It's, I think it's important because you can spend all your time on this one goal uh, and you can achieve it. You can spend your whole life doing this thing. But then at the end, you know, I guess it's so cliche though, dude. It's so it cliche. Is, yeah. But at the end, who who cares about you? Like really? You can have yeah. all these fans and everything and they might say they love you and they, they do anything for you or whatever fans yeah. say. But like they don't actually, they don't know you. They don't care about you. They have people that they really care about. So yeah. who's who's gonna care about you? Who are you gonna come home and like tell all your problems? Exactly, to? You're not gonna tell yeah. them to all your fans, you know. So yeah. that's just something you gotta think about when chasing a big goal. And I and I'm not a person that's just like you gotta settle or you have to do this conventional life. I have huge dreams and ideas mm-hmm. that I'm trying to do. So don't get that idea from me. But I also think it's really important to share those dreams and chase those dreams for a for a certain purpose. Yeah, man. I feel like right now it's like the way the way I've kind of I, I've I've been thinking about that a lot recently. Like, what emotional attachment do I have to music right now? Because it's mm-hmm. like what something I've noticed, or I, I think I notice, is that a lot of the stuff that's like popping right now in the music scene just doesn't feel very emotional. Like specifically in the rap scene, or maybe yeah. it's like an emotional level that I just can't relate to. But I feel like just like top ten right now or top forty is just like people making songs just to make hits like not because they actually care about the music i was i was just thinking like what like the greatest music around is stuff that's like made during times of like extreme hardship for the world you know like look at like world war ii and like the swing era came out of that yeah and like uh vietnam we got like rock from the 70s and like classic rock yeah dude that's my favorite genre of music totally dude i was gonna ask you that yeah, earlier no, but i forgot like, but um and then like part of me wonders like maybe that's what i'm like supposed to do emotionally like the next big hard thing society has to go through maybe like i'll be making the music that comes out of that you know mm-hmm. so like well, i feel like that's kind of where my emotional connection comes in, into play like like doing something like you know it's like despite how crazy things get music is always there and it's always relevant, like as long as humans exist. So it's like just being a part of the next scene of like influential and important music. I think yeah. that's kind of what I'm shooting for right now, you know? Yeah, I guess what a question you got to ask yourself when you're trying to create stuff is why are you trying to, what are you trying to do with it? What's your goals with it? What's well, like, like they what, are you, scale what are you trying by to like, do with your music? I mean, they scale depending on where I'm at in my life. Like right now, it's solely just live off of it. Like it's it's purely a monetary goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like once you have that, that's when things I feel like start to get super interesting. Because it's well, like let's hear, your, to- let's hear your end goal when you when you get to whatever whatever you deem successful. What are you, what is your purpose? What are you trying to do with your music? Once you have a following and you're making money and everything's good, then what are you doing with your music? Basically, I guess the biggest thing for me is like I've always seen electronic music to be like way more progressive than anything that exists right now. 
Like it's just, it's progressive in nature. It's the product of technological advancement. And so I feel like it's going to be around for forever, but I feel like right now it's kind of slipped into the underground. Like it used to be in 2011. Um, it's just kind of died out because of the rap era. And so part of my goal has always been like, bring it back, like tie it back to like where it used to be, but at the same time, like push it forward really hard. So part of my goal is just like re mainstream electronic music and kind of take away the, the cheesy stigma it's had for a while. And then, I mean, there's also a huge part that's like, I'm like super passionate about the climate and stuff like the Mm. environment. And so it's like, what, positive impact can my music have on that that's the way i see it you know like we were talking about like getting through like hardship and stuff especially like the stuff that's going to come out of the climate problems and stuff how can my music have a positive impact on that i guess that's kind of been the end goal for me gotcha yeah so i guess we're both similar in that we want to bring back dead um mediums because i'm i'm kind of for some reason my newest goal is that i want to own my own radio station and bring back radio like talk radio Mm-hmm. I think that would be sick or even FM. I don't care, but I've just been getting into like Howard Stern and I just think radio is such an interesting art, like doing yeah. everything live and just like, I don't know, kind of that it's live. Terrifying. <laughs> it is. And I really want to start doing it. So I'm going to, that's, that's something else I'm going to be working on in the next 10 years. But yeah, that's, you just got to have, I don't know, certain motives for your goals. Like you got to look at why you're doing stuff. Like really look yeah. into it. Not it's like so just because I love it. Not because I love it or I don't know. Like, why are you? What am I? don't even know what I'm doing, to be honest. I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> no, it's it's interesting because like, it's not something you think about at the start. Like when I first got into music, like I obviously wasn't thinking like, why am I doing this? What is my purpose with music? But yeah. it's like, it's something you think about once you get more serious with it. And it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily something you and I really have figured out at all yet. Cause like, mm-hmm. we're just not, we're not old close. enough to have that figured out, you know? No, I'm, but, s- like, I'm not even 18 still. Exactly. But it's like, it's still something to think about. I'm like slowly tapping into that. And I think that's what's like, maybe this is kind of a little too early to talk about this, but I've got like, I've kind of got this sound that I've been working on for a long time now. And it finally kind of came together at like, right at the same time that I started getting like super passionate about the environment. And like, right at the same time that I started like feeling genuine emotional connection to my music. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it kind of just makes sense. But like you said, like, why are you doing it? I don't know. Yeah, man, it's I don't hard, have the answer. It's answers. a hard question to answer. It's very hard. I'm still trying to yeah, figure yeah. it out. Like, I've just, I've, I've always felt this calling, dude. I feel like I'm called to do something creative. And now I just, I just, I, sometimes my brain gets overwhelmed because there's so much stuff I want to do. And I just don't feel like there's enough time in life. I want to make movies. I want to make, like, obviously, I want to have my own radio station, bring that back, have a successful podcast. I don't know, dude. Travel. There's so much stuff I want to do. And uh, you just gotta start small and scale, bro. That's what I've heard. It's like look at look at Tiny Meat Gang. Look at how much stuff they do. They make music. They stream. Did you see? They make movies. Did I what? Did you see their new studio? Yeah, the space one. It's insane. (laughs) It looks so good. It It does. Yeah. Because they started out as at just a table, two guys at a table too. It's so fun to see that. Exactly. They just like started small and scaled. It's like they obviously had all those goals from the beginning, but it's like they mm-hmm. started with this like super niche thing, YouTube comedy, and then yeah. they turned into a tour and then they did a stream and then they just slowly started chipping away at like everything on the table. It's like yeah. a super like great view of just like looking at entrepreneurship kind of as like a canvas, not just like a strict mm-hmm. path, you know? Yeah. It's like you can yeah. kind of do anything with music, you know? Yeah. 
anything. I mean, the, yeah, there's just too much stuff uh, to do. And Dude, it, it I, I feel sometime. all the time. I feel like I have to get everything done tomorrow. I'm like, I got all yeah. these things on my plate and I just got to like, sometimes I lack the patience to like, just do as much as I can today, you know, and then yeah. pick it back up tomorrow. Sometimes I just want it all done tomorrow and I get super overwhelmed. But at the same time, like you got to remember how like I'm 18, bro. Like I got so much time. Yeah, like all I have do, to focus man. on for the next four years is just making money with it. And then I, I can just go from there, you know, and then I'm 22. Yeah. Then I'm then 22 is stupid young. So it's like, exactly. Then I've got more time to figure other stuff out, you know? Um, yeah. It's, it's crazy. When you really look at that, um, we were, yeah, um, man, I think, I think you're doing, I think you're doing a swell job because I, swell out job. of all the people that I've seen, uh, that are trying to create something, um, there's a couple that are doing like really well and doing good stuff, but I feel like you kind of understand because I look at a lot of people and I'm like, I don't know, I'm not going to name any names, but there's certain people that are doing something and they're actually, they're just not going full into it. Yeah, And they're not trying every avenue. Like, I think you starting a podcast is one of the most genius things for you to do. Like, that's yeah. the best thing you could have done. Bro, uh, I second because, guess myself on that all the time. <laughs> no, I think it's a, I think it's a great idea. Because with music, like how often are you putting out music right now? Once a month. Once a month. So, yeah. like, let's say 12 songs a year versus, I don't know, if you went weekly, 52 podcasts a year. Like, just the most content you could push out. Yeah. It, the the more you can push out the better. And I feel like a lot of people are there's some people that are that claim to be music artists and have never released a song. Yeah. And they're like I'm trying I want to be a musician. Put out a song. And start exactly. doing TikToks. That's another thing you do well. Like start doing get on TikTok, start doing music TikToks, do a music podcast. Just push out as much content and then focus on your music. And then by the time you're putting out your music uh, you have this following from all this other stuff and then want to yeah. check out your music. And a lot of people don't understand that you can't just do one thing. And I didn't understand that for a long time. Like but I like can't just said, podcast and expect to blow up. It all has to come from like why you're doing it though. It's like, you can't yeah. just do all that stuff. If you have no legitimate reason why you're like putting in the effort, you know, Yeah. kind of like we were talking about, but um, dude, we were talking about travel. We were talking about mm -hmm. travel and like growth from traveling. What do you think about Japan? Japan as a country? I don't know, just like as a place to travel. I think it's sick and I'm attracted to Asian women. <laughs> That's all you need, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Tokyo is one of the places I've always wanted to go. Japan seems like a sick place. They're very, uh, I don't know, cool people. And yeah, like <laughs> I said, they're very I'm really uh, Asian. <laughs> really attracted to Asian women. I don't know why. Um, I, I planned this Japan trip a while ago. It was supposed to happen this summer, but oh no, wait, last summer? Mm -hmm. It was supposed to happen as some, yeah, yeah. It was supposed to happen this summer, but it it just we couldn't book it because COVID and everything. Yeah. Um, but I've always just fantasized the idea of like going to Japan with like this solid group of like five people, like my best friends, and yeah. then just like vlogging the whole thing and like going out to play shows, and just yeah. having like the best week like ever, just playing yeah. shows, vlogging, running around a city we have no idea what we're doing in. Like that, yeah. like to me, that is like that is the funnest thing ever. Those are kind of the little things you have to think about to keep going in this, because it's like, what are you? Yeah, dude. It's hard when you're just like. Sometimes you just think what you're doing right now is what you're always going to be doing, and it's never going to get 
uh, any better, but it, it, it will if you keep persisting. There's actually a, a oh, he already mentioned on our podcast, never mind. Last week, the thing about atomic habits that I brought up earlier. Um, he was talking about doing things and not seeing the result, I believe. Do, do yeah. you remember that? Yeah. Um, and he mentioned atomic habits and atomic habits. And one of the things was they were talking about like an ice cube and putting it on a table. And if the if the room set at like 20 degrees and you keep raising it a degree and you're at like 25 degrees and you don't see the ice cube melting and you just get frustrated, but you keep raising the degrees and you're at like 30 degrees. So you've raised it 10 degrees and it still hasn't started melting. It hasn't moved and you just get frustrated. But there's there's a melting point, you know, there's a certain yeah. point you're going to hit if you keep going, even if you're not seeing results right now, Amen. the things you're doing right now are going to are going to benefit uh, you in the future. Totally, dude. That's that's spot on. Um, not gonna lie, I have no idea how that relates to Japan. I totally just playing. Okay, okay, okay. So here's why it relates to Japan because uh, that's like a that's kind of like a mini uh, side goal that you have. You wanna you wanna go to Japan and, oh, and do all this right, yeah. defense. And so you have to kind of think about those sorts of things that you you'll be able to do in the future. And then I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we got totally off the rails, but Man, I'm definitely gonna clip that. I'm clipping that front screen. That was hilarious. I <laughs> talked about earlier that I've been like freaking out about climate change. Where are you on that? I don't care. I'll be gone in 70 years, to be honest. <laughs> but but what if it all happens sooner? <laughs> if it all happens sooner, I'll just I'll just podcast about. It. I this is really why I'm I'm probably the worst person ever, dude. I don't. It's hard for me to care about things a lot of the time because I'm just like, <laughs> cool, just like, Rock okay. Gardner, it's hard for me to care about things. <laughs> it is. I'm serious. I think I'm a little bit psychotic, but like, I don't know, dude. And I think it's, it's just not a priority. That, yeah. In my life, I think it's sick that you are like advocating for it and are passionate about it. And there's certain things that I'm passionate about, like Asian yeah. women, but it's not, it's not global warming for me. And <laughs> it's not like... It's not BLM. I, I'm gonna get canceled for this, dude. I just, <laughs> I'm just I'm just here having a good time podcasting, man. I can't advocate for stuff right now. You know, this is a uh, this <laughs> is gonna be my Instagram post. This little segment here. <laughs> don't don't put the Asian women thing in there, please. Maybe, maybe I should bring up COVID. Where, where do you stand on the whole COVID issue? I don't care about COVID either, <laughs> dude. Okay, you gotta remember, I come from a very Republican place, so I have I have some you know, I have some different views. I'm what not do you a think about Bill Gates? But I just, Bill Gates is a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding about that one. I don't care about Bill Gates. I, I actually, <laughs> there you go with the not caring. <laughs> I can't. Okay, listen. Bill Gates is a cool guy, man. And I think if he wants to kill a lot of people to control the population, that's sick. <laughs> I've been pushing that for years. I just don't have the funds to do it. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Um, what. <sighs> I have I have this on my my list of podcast notes right now. What yeah. are your greatest fears right now? My greatest fears like, like, that I'll like, never it doesn't have to be anything want. related to like your future or whatever. Just like mm. or podcasting, like just like in general. What are your greatest fears? All right, number one is uh, not being able to accomplish the things that I want to in my life because I've that's the one thing I actually do care about <laughs> and I am very passionate about. Number two is spiders, and number three is like not finding the person that I'm supposed to spend the rest of my life <laughs> oh with. Oh my god, bro! Wrong. 
<laughs> You've made I'm mine sorry. look like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours? Alright, bro. <laughs> I can't say this with a straight face. Is it traffic cones? Are you afraid of traffic cones? <laughs> no, wait, what? That's a thing? Nah, I came up with that. <laughs> Alright, ready? My number one worst fear is testicular torsion. <laughs> torsion? Like torture? No, like tw- like twisting. Twisting your balls? Yeah. <laughs> is that like low-key a fetish of yours? No, no, no. Like it's like sure? a serious sure, medical Brian? condition. It's like it, it's it's when one of your testicles just twists, like on the string Seriously. that it's attached to or whatever. And, and it's it like apparently hurt? the most excruciating pain of like humanly possible. You serious? Even yeah, dude. Birth? It's like I think about that every day. I'm like, no, it doesn't what's happen the, that often. What's the but chances? Like, yeah, what's the chances? That's I mean, crazy. apparently it doesn't happen very often, but at the same time, like I'm still paranoid about it, which is that's, so stupid. That's interesting, man. Yeah, I was not expecting that one. I was my uh, my snakes. second my second greatest fear is cancer because it's like mm. I feel like that it always comes out of nowhere for people. Like it's always like your life sure. is going great, then just all of a sudden you get slammed with it. Then at the same yeah. time, it's like it's like your body fighting you. It's like your yeah. body betraying you. You know, yeah. I I feel like I'd have a really hard time coping with that. You know, yeah, cancer's freaky stuff, bro. I, there was like I had this uh, I had a health scare a while ago where it's like we all thought I had cancer, and mm. like I was getting tested and stuff, and thank God like I didn't, but like I just remember thinking was just like how tor- what it was just testicular torsion that you had. <laughs> no no, <laughs> but I just remember thinking like I feel like coping with that would be like super hard you know um yeah and my my third worst fear is or no, yeah my third worst fear is car crashes. Car crashes. Car crashes. Dang, like, I think do you that ever... would be a solid way to go. <laughs> Just fast wow. and furious your way out of here. Yeah, man, right off a cliff. Do you do yeah. you drive? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Do you do you ever like drive at night on a highway and you start to get like super tired? Yeah, and on a freeway. I did, I spent a lot of night freeway driving uh, this past like winter because I was going to all my friends' basketball games across the state, yeah. and so. I did a lot of night driving on the freeway. And yeah, dude, I get tired, but you know what? I've it's never scary. had problems with falling asleep at the wheel. Really? Uh, I've never really, yeah, I've never been worried about that. That has been like terrifying. Like as soon as I start to like get drowsy, it is hard to fight, mm-hmm. bro. Like when you're like, you get your heated seat on and it's like, yeah, it's the perfect condition to fall asleep, but you're going Turn 80 miles an hour. What are you doing with your heated seat on? You have to Dude, set the like, conditions I can, correctly, bro. I can blast music and I'm still tired, bro. Like it's okay. So bad. Listen though, you just you just threw out a, a terrible point. Turn your heated seat off, number one, and turn the air conditioning on. Make it in the dead of winter. Yes, you have to make it uncomfortable. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I'll like I'll on, pinch myself. You're gonna doze. I will like I'll inflict pain on myself to stay awake. Like I'll pinch myself. I'll slap myself in the face. Yeah. Anything but Dude, just that's, consume caffeine. That's like saying that you get sleepy because you have a blanket on and you have a pillow and you just drink some warm milk. That's the equivalent. <laughs> Ryan, come on. All right. My, my fourth worst fear is, is losing hearing or hearing damage. I, I think you can imagine why. Have you ever seen that movie? What's that movie that Amazon just did? With I don't the know. Drummer I don't that attention. lost hearing? Never mind. I haven't watched it yet. It's like Sound of Metal or something. It looks sick. I don't know. But yeah, that's about a drummer that loses his hearing. To me, that, Anyways, that what happens? Does he just not drum for the rest of the movie? Is that it? I don't know. I haven't seen it, and I, oh. I'll get back to you after I watch it. I'll watch it right after this. 
All right, I forgot dude, about man. it until you just said that. But that's, you know, a musician losing his hearing. Dude, you you can Beethoven that or Mozart or whoever it is. <sighs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not here to write piano ballads, bro. Actually, no, he wrote, he wrote orchestral music. That's actually crazy, bro. A deaf guy writing orchestral also, music. Also, it's fake. Also, though, it's fake. Really? Why, dude? Come on. <laughs> come on, bro. Deaf. A deaf guy can't write music. You can't write music when you're <laughs> deaf. And also, hey, unpopular opinion: Helen Keller was not real, and you can't convince me she was real. Maybe she was I real. Mean, There's no way she wrote a book or whatever they claim she did. And why did we learn about her in school again? That makes no sense. Listen, why I've did never we met learn her. about Helen Keller in school? I've never met her. I don't know if she's real. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. They they teach you in school, dude, about Helen Keller for what? They teach you about this blind deaf chick. Can't hear. Can't you know see? And all of a sudden, she learns how to write. I don't think she learned how to write. Yeah, I think I she just that. had a translator, yeah. and she just, like, told her story. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, dude. It's like, I don't know how to do my taxes, but I know about her. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> don't, at least don't teach us about this made-up fictional character. Exactly, Helen bro. Keller, shut up. You know what else is kind of scary to me? Hmm. The concept of just, like, moving. Like, leaving home and calling somewhere else home. Really? Yeah, dude. It's like... There's a certain, like, psychological impact that, like, a place you always go back to has, you know? It's like every single night I'm in this, yeah. you know, I'm in my bed. And it's like mm -hmm. picking a different location to do that same thing with, to me, is like, I get so homesick, bro. Yeah, I understand that. I get that to a point. I'm just excited to move because it's super windy here. I want to get out as fast it's as possible. It's windy? I'm sick In of it. Utah? It's windy, dude. It blows, like, 60 mile an hour down here sometimes. Yeah. Gusts. I'm dead serious. Did you hear about David Technicolor? Obrick? No. <laughs> David Pretty Technicolor, guy. our our artistic broski. He's moving to New York City, Manhattan, with his girlfriend to live in an apartment. Are you serious for what? Just to live. David. David, what are you doing in New York City? <laughs> That's what I was asking him. He's just like Seriously? he's doing his art stuff, but in New York City where the rent is through the roof. <laughs> yeah, F and A, dude. Do it in freak. Do go to rural Oklahoma for that. Don't go to New York. Yeah, for real, bro. Well, whatever. Teach your own. David, those are, those I'm are my uh... ties with you because I need art soon. <laughs> exactly, bro. I know. Man, art is so expensive. Like I'm. It's so funny, bro. Artists are the most like unreliable people ever. I swear to God. And I'm not singling out Seriously. David. I'm just saying, like, mainly because I don't pay them enough. But like, <laughs> yeah, I, dude. I struggle because I saw this one thing on Twitter that was like this artist getting gypped by this guy. And so I've always been scared of like uh, not not giving enough to artists. So I always think I think I give way more than I should. How much did but, you pay for your wait? What is it? Has David made anything for you? No, not yet. He was going to make my podcast art, but we didn't see eye to eye. Oh, yeah. What about like <clears> how <throat> much have you, how much did you pay for it when you when you got yours? Uh, I think I paid like. Maybe I don't overpay for that in my terms. I paid like $85 for that or something. That's fair. And I paid I paid like 100 bucks for this next thing I'm working on. What are you working on? Some stuff I can't just, I can't talk about right now. You can't talk about? It's not out yet and it's Dang man. Nobody knows about it yet except for me, Brian. Speaking of stuff that's coming kind of coming out, dude, you get early insight on this. Basically, I got 
I got I got this new funky sound. I was just talking about earlier. I got this new funky sound I've been working on. It's like super progressive and it's super mm-hmm. different and it's wicked unique and it's not like the stuff I've been making at all. And mm-hmm. I think it's something I really want to capitalize on and stick to. And I think it's gonna be like the thing, you know, like the so, thing I end up being known for. Yeah. Um that and then I'm getting studio photos done, which is super exciting. Like professional yeah. like artist photos. Yeah, and it's that's all going to come out at the same time, and it's going to be kind of like a big deal, I think. Epic, um, dude. And then, you do you know Henry Thrill? I had him on my podcast. Yeah, I did listen to that podcast. Really? Oh, my gosh. I don't know who he fan. is, though. Um, he, he's got some big connections with some labels, and he's got some crazy music coming out with some big people, and we have a song mm. coming out, and it's, it's insane, bro. And I already Dang. know it's going to do super well. And I'm planning to do an NFT that goes along with it. Um, we made a little audio for it, and we're just trying yeah. to find an NFT artist to do it. And I think it's gonna be sick, bro. I don't understand NFTs, and I don't. I don't oh, know I was gonna I talk about that earlier. I wrote that on my notes. Have you been paying attention to the whole NFT thing? No, I just heard stupid people talking about it, so I don't understand it. I've listened to Tiny Me Gang talk about it, and Tim Dillon talk about it. I've never sat down and actually watched like a Wired video on what an NFT is video basically it's like um it's like a piece of art visual art but it has value linked to cryptocurrency yeah so that's what i've got but why like why is it why is it all of a sudden the new thing though why did it all of a sudden blow up it's the um, same thing as buying something physically it's like why investing on robin hood just blew up because it's just new and it's cool and it's like a way to make mm-hmm. money Gotcha. The thing is, like, all the cheap NFTs are, like, so much more expensive than anything you and I could buy. Yeah. They're, like, like lowest of, like, 2000 bucks, you know? so That's why I just don't even mess with that stuff, dude. Yeah. I'm just going to pay cash, and if it goes to a cashless society, I'll just figure something else out, dude. But I'm, not is... into, I'm not into advancing technologically, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I'm going to pay – I'm going to use a debit card and pay cash, dude, and if stuff goes awry – if stuff goes awry, people start living in their VR homes and never leaving, getting everything delivered by Amazon. Your boys go into the mountains and restarting life. And I'm building a cabin and I'm going back to the 18th century where you just hunt for what you need. Dude, I feel like every that's single no man like has a thought like that. Like that's my ultimate backup. Like someday if the world like starts melting or whatever and just like things terrible things start happening and like I can't do music because the economy is destroyed. I've got this friend named Ian who's like super like woodsy and like really good yeah. at like foraging. And I'm just gonna like hit up some close friends and we're just gonna go put all our money into buying some probably wicked overpriced land and then just like yeah. living there in a cabin. I wouldn't even buy land. I just go into the hills. Just conquer it like the old days. Just Dude, yeah, it's every, it's every man for themselves. And I'm not even saying like I'm not even saying like a nuclear attack or like a nuclear war. I'm talking like I'm saying like we're already halfway there to to the point where I'm gonna leave. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm that serious. Like there's there's some people that really freak me out. Especially that's why COVID scares me so bad. Is I feel like there's a very there's a certain majority of people, not a certain majority. That doesn't make sense. A certain percentage of people that are scared to go back out into the real world because the yeah. real world the real world's scary, dude. Because you have to you have to actually work for worth. You actually have to gain your worth by hard work and sweat and tears and a lot of people don't yeah. like that idea and they'd rather just stay in vr where they can be whatever they want 
Yeah. Because there's some stuff in VR that's terrifying me right now. Dude. Like the second life, the second life things. I think that's that that freaks me out. And like with COVID, everything is everything's just contactless. And I don't like that. I like contact. I yeah, like dude, physical I contact. Agree. I like being with people. And I feel like a lot of people, not a lot. I feel like most people are on my side. But there is a certain percentage of people that hate that and don't ever want to have to go ask another girl out in real life or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I know. If that makes any I sense. I feel like there's there's beauty in both. It's like we wouldn't know each other if it wasn't for technology. No, yeah, for sure. But at the same time, it's like this would be so much more fun in person, you know? Yeah, it definitely would. It's, it's, and I, it kind of goes both ways. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, just like taking back land and just living off of it. I, I used yeah. to dream about that a lot. Like I, I used to get super into like survival and stuff. I know a lot of weird mm. random survival facts. Yeah. But just like the biggest thing is like if you have territory, you got to like pee like everywhere. Oh, yeah. Because then the animals sure. know that it's yours. You know? <laughs> yeah, dude. And you know what? We were talking about hunting earlier and I know how to hunt and I got a mm-hmm. bow oh, and yeah. I have firearms and I know how to use them. And so, you know, if stuff goes awry, don't come crying to your boy. Because I'm going to be on top of my tower, on top of my cabin, with a bow and arrow. And if I see you come on my premises, it's lights out. Yeah, man. Because Unless I have an ADR rage. Exactly. Unless it's Brian. That's the only exception. <laughs> me and Justin. You can live with me and Justin. Yeah. Actually, guys, dude, we were talking about that, bro. Cabins. Dude, what? when there's like a giant economic collapse, comedians, podcasters, and musicians, we're the first ones to go, bro. <laughs> Dude, we we're no, gonna be the first ones without a job. We have no <laughs> skills. Why that? Why, dude? Because listen, if, if if the world's ending, dude, nobody's gonna want to listen to a podcast. Well, I mean, no one's gonna want to pay for a podcast. They'll listen if it's for free, sure. but no one's gonna want to spend their money because the economy is gonna be dirt. Oh, I'm saying like, I'm go- I'm going to nuclear war. If a nuclear war happens, who's listening to? Who's listening to? Who's a good example? Like, I don't know, just a stupid podcaster. You know what I'm saying? Who's, who's turning Dobrik. on that podcast? Who's turning on views with David Dobrik when the, when there's bombs dropping from the sky? Exactly. Not, not happening. But then there's people exactly. like that can mine, like miners, like all the people we kind of look down upon right now yeah. that work like these menial task jobs. They're going to be the gods of, of that world because they can the actually do world. stuff. They can yeah. actually do things and with the earth. And we I don't know anything about it. Exactly, bro. <laughs> oh, man. So get on those guys' good side is my advice to to the people out there. Yeah, if man, you know somebody sure. that can that can that can build something, carpenters and people that build houses, get them as a friend. Hey, listen, dude. I'm not kidding. I can we'll, build a we'll solid dubstep track if you need that for anything. <laughs> yeah, dude. And if you need me to sit here and talk about stuff that literally has no effect on anybody's lives, you know where I'm at. <laughs> And on that note, bro, that's going to be the episode for today. All right, dude. All right, what, what do you got coming up? Plug some stuff. Uh, just podcasts every week. I'm posting them on Fridays right now. Just trying to test out, see what's the best day to put them out. Uh, I'm going to start putting out more videos. Uh, the podcast is just going to get rebranded probably by the next time I move. Uh, lots of good stuff, dude. I'm just trying to figure out what I want to do with it. So hopefully I can find a co-host permanently. And just kind of do the riff raft sort of thing because I just like those better. Um, lots of good stuff. And if you want to be on my podcast, hit me up. Uh, my Instagram's at Kendall Brock. It'll be somewhere, I'm sure. If Brian does his job correctly, <laughs> DM me, and I'll most likely have you on my podcast if I 
if I like you. Yeah. All right, dude. Sweet. We're coming on. Alrighty, guys. That's it. I hope you guys uh, laughed at some point in there, or cried, or found God. I don't know. Um, still trying to crank these out every two weeks. I like it. I'm getting better at these. I think. Um, I'm finding cool guests. We're going full speed with this podcast, guys, all the way to the end. I've got this, like, big vision that's, like, someday I have, like, a studio, and I can just, like, have people into the podcasting studio, and we can just do, like, interviews, we can do, like, just commentary, just anything. Just a big, universal, fun podcast. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know anything. Um... I already talked a lot about music stuff in the intro, so I'm not going to really bother with this outro. Plus, I doubt a lot of people listen all the way to the uh, end of the podcast. So, um, I guess if you're here, what's up? Comment poop if you're here. Um, A lot of people are probably already commenting poop because it's a shitty podcast. But comment poop if you made it to the end, guys. Um, Yeah, there's not not a lot to say. Go follow uh, Brock. He's a cool dude. I'll link all this shit in the description. But, uh, yeah, guys. Oh, shit. I know what I was going to talk about. I think I'm going to do a uh, live set on YouTube. Well, not even a live set, but just like a, uh, well, yeah, I guess I guess it would be called a live, a live set. But I'm going to do like a little DJ set. Throw together some cool tunes. Probably, I'll probably do that in May. We'll see. I don't know. I'm going to stop rambling. That was episode six. Thank you guys. Uh, let me know in the comments or just DM me if you want to see specific people on the podcast or you guys listen to specific people on the podcast or if you have any feedback. I'd appreciate it. Thank you guys. Peace out.